0: Hello. Everyone, thank you for listening to the Full of Joy podcast today. Today's guest on the podcast is a manifestation and business coach, and she is my friend Marley Rose Harris. I found Marley's Instagram on a whim, and right when I saw her Instagram, I just felt a really strong connection with her, and I messaged her that very moment. And I was like, Marley, we're gonna be friends. I need to have you on my podcast. Like, can I please get to know you in any way? <laughs> so I was so thankful that she took me up on my offer and join me on the podcast today. So today Marley is sharing how you can change your mindset, manifest a life of freedom and achieve your biggest dreams. We chat about her journey that led her to living in Bali. She actually owns a Bali villa and is like in the process of remaking it and remodeling it and it's so fun to follow her and see all this whole journey play out. She also talks about the transitions that she's made throughout her business and her upcoming goals for her business. Marley truly is a huge inspiration for me, and I can't wait for you to hear this episode. If you don't have a notebook, pause this episode and go grab one, because trust me, you are going to want to take notes. So let's jump in. I've been I've been on social media for maybe like five or six years, and I'm just starting to get to this point where like I feel like in alignment with my message and I know what I want to share, But I feel like, obviously, I want to know your story. But it it just seems like you've always had a strong message. And like, you just seem like a pro and an expert. So I'm like, how is she the way that she is? (laughs) Oh, my God, that is
1: like, so far from the truth. But I'm happy it comes off that way. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I really appreciate it. I totally accept that. But it's so far from the truth. Like, I still am going through kind of like, What is my message? You know, what am I offering? It's actually, it's literally actually just happened like uh, within two weeks ago that I like stepped into my power, seriously. The week, I'm not kidding. The week that you messaged me.
0: Shut your mouth.
1: (laughs) I'm dead serious.
0: What? I want to hear all about like that shift.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Let me tell you. So... It basically goes back and like for everyone listening I currently live in Bali which was my dream um, like three years ago and I'm from Canada so I actually used to live very close to where you're from where you're from. I was living in London, Ontario um, but I'm from a very small town like three hours north of that
0: how insane yeah see this is why like you're such an example to me I'm like okay like you're from like by where I am like how can I get to Bali
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it was like it was a collection of a bunch of things so when I first graduated from university I I had been doing so like from you just finding me last week you wouldn't know all this so this is like a news to you which is really exciting so I, and I'm going to try to make this brief, but I, there's so many like things that get involved in the story and I don't want anyone to listen to this and be like, oh, well, like, you know, it's so easy to do this or like, oh, well, or just feel discouraged in my story. I really want to try to be as real as possible and really like be an example to show, you know, because I know that when I was looking at people who had done what I'm doing now, I wanted everything. I was like, what did you do every step to teach me everything? um and so when I first started my business I realized that I really like doing website design and this was like so random one of my hairdressers like Lily asked me to design a website for her and I had no idea what I was doing but I said sure I'll do it (laughs) and then I'm from a really small town so then a bunch of other people were like oh Marley can you design my website can you do my website I was like I have no idea what I'm doing I don't even I think they paid me cash like I, I don't even know how I did this but I pulled together a business and and then when I graduated from university I had like all these job offers um just because my program I it set me up for like this really great um job opportunity and so when I graduated I was like cool I have all these jobs, but my number one goal is to live in Australia. And I just started getting into learning about digital nomads. I didn't even know what that word was before, but then I was like, this sounds like my dream career. I want to be able to work from anywhere in the world. And this is three years ago. And I know it's going to sound so weird, but it actually wasn't that popular. Like, I think my mom was like, you want to what? And I was like, yeah, no, this is what I'm going to do mom. (laughs) And she's like, I've never, you like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you just, just wait. And so (laughs) then I was like I just this thing that I found at at my university was something called it was entrepreneurship center at my school and so basically I had the option to either apply for this program that was nine weeks that taught you how to start your business or I could accept a job offer which was like you know salary um benefits all this stuff and I was like okay And it literally took me, so I'm a manifesting generator Capricorn. So I basically have to talk to every single person. I already know what I want to do, but I've talked to to everyone around me, get their opinion. And whoever agrees with me, I'll listen to what they say. If they don't, I just don't listen. (laughs) And so (laughs) it was like something that my prof said, who I really looked up to. And this was like the most important thing for me, which was, she's like, Marley, those jobs will always be there. Like... London will always be here. This will always be here for you. And she's like, I regretted at your age not going for it. Like you don't have a family, you don't have a house, you have nothing holding you back. Who like just go for it? And I was like, Holy shit, I have to do this for you. <laughs> it wasn't even like that. But I was like, Oh my gosh, she's I know it sounds so simple, but in the moment it was like Tony Robbins was talking to me. I was like, Holy shit, she's so bright, I need to go for this and so i said i said god bless to the people who offered me the jobs. like so grateful but you know maybe i'll hit you up in like a year if this doesn't work (laughs) and so and then i said yes well i applied i didn't even know if i'd get in but i got into that program and i started my business called rose designs and this was an online business focused on websites and branding And then for literally eight months, I worked my ass off and I tried to build this business. Um, And then also working, I literally worked serving in the nights. And then in the days, I would work on my business. And through, you know, word of mouth, all through social media, I grew this business. And by the time it was November, so this is like July and then November, I was like, I'm going to Australia. (laughs) And then so I went, but I was not working and like thriving I would say I was like getting by it was like paying for my food it was just like paying for some like supplemental activities I wouldn't say by any means I was working and you know traveling I was like traveling and then I was like I had a hobby (laughs) it didn't really pay for much I think it made me like maybe like one to two thousand dollars a month but honestly I felt like I was a freaking like champion. I was like telling everyone, you know, I, I work online, I have my own business. I was just talking it up. And and I really be- believed that this was going to be something massive. And I never for once was like discouraged by that moment in time. I'm like, oh I'm only making this. I was like, no, this is just the beginning. And so then this brings us to January two thousand night two thousand nineteen, which was like a pivotal year for me. So I actually got a job offer back at that, at my university where I did this program, um, the dynamic program, and they offered me um, running the marketing department. And everyone was like, do not do that. Stay in Australia. Like you are loving life. And I just had this deep inner knowing that I had to go back and working at this school was actually on my vision board and it was it was so in alignment with all my goals of the year which was you know create community around entrepreneurship learn more and I knew that if I did that part-time I could still work and build my business to a place that would you know sustain me to actually live somewhere um and so so I flew back from Australia and and was like why are you doing this like you're crazy and I was like it was in the middle of winter too. And you know, the winter is where you are. It's not a yeah. joke. <laughs> it's no joke. And um, so I flew back in the middle of January and I kind of was like, I don't know why I just done this. It just felt right in my gut. And then a week after I got home, my dad actually took his own life. And so I would say from that moment forward, my whole life changed. And it. I think, you know, not on wood, but I've. This is the only death close to me that I've suffered, so I don't know what other things are like. Other deaths are like. I mean, seriously, cancer clearly not on wood, but um, it was just so obviously unexpected, and so much guilt and like instant. You know, just again, so many emotions that I I've never experienced in my entire life, and to be honest, I didn't know anyone who had experienced that, and so. It took me, and again, my, my plan was like, okay, I'm going to work for four months and I'm going to go back to Australia, I'm going to make everything work. But like the universe had a whole different plan for me. And so after that moment, I actually called my best friend who I met in Australia, who also had lost someone close to her. And my mom called me to tell me the news. and I was like, mom, I have to go. I have to just call Katie. And I hung up and I called Katie and I was like, I told her, She's the first person that I just told. It, I couldn't even believe it was in complete shock but I called her and I said like this, this just happened like what do I do I do and she just she's obviously like really upset and then she's like just more like do not let this lose your sparkle and I know that sounds so cheesy but for me that was like exactly what I had to hear in that moment because I was like I cannot let this ruin me I was at the top of like what I thought was the top I was so happy to coming back from Australia you know my business was going and then I was like wow, this could actually like just completely deter everything I've just worked towards. And I was like, no. So the next week I put myself in therapy and I really for like, well, since that moment till now have completely worked on my mindset. And obviously it wasn't an easy journey. It was a lot of tears. It was a lot of, I mean, I'm still actually going through the motions of healing that trauma, but what I'm from that is like, I learned that what because I didn't even know what freaking meditating was before this okay like well maybe I actually know that's a lie I did dabble meditation but anything to do with like trauma you know um like anything that I talk about right now I had no idea and so at this time I was like okay I want to help people so this like never happens to anyone again and I want to focus on my mental health because I knew it all came like why my dad did what it did because he didn't love himself. And I was like, I never want to be in that place. So I will ever do that to anyone else who loves me. So I was like on this mission, and I've basically been on that mission since that moment of time when I was like, okay, I never want this to happen to anyone else. And so I learned how to work on my mindset so I can help others do the same. And so it's just really come into this whole roller coaster of, you know, tests, (laughs) like everything that I've manifested to this point on. So Later in that year, obviously, I didn't leave after four months because I wanted to be near my family. I, I wasn't mentally okay, um, but by the end of the year, in November, in 2019, I left Canada and I was like, right before winter, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm leaving." <laughs> and I had been working three other jobs. Ho- Sorry, I hope it's okay that I swear. Um, of course. I've been working. <laughs> I've been working three other jobs. I like threw myself into work, and at that time, I thought I was doing something good, but I was definitely avoiding my feelings and um, worked three other jobs for eight months and like really tried to make things work. And my business was at a point where it's making like sustainable income. And then, and then I decide I'm going to like quit everything and I'm going to move. And I had this like end goal in mind. And so the minute I did that, I hit my first 10K month and I was like, holy shit. And I really noticed that when I started incorporating mindset and strategy, my business skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. And so Since that moment in time, you know, it's been a long journey in terms of like just this earlier this year. I've decided to move out of Rose Designs and transition into my full desire and my full life dream, which is to be like a manifestation and business coach, which I've wanted to do for the past three years, but I didn't have the balls to leave Rose Designs because Rose Designs was my safety net, making me the income that I, you know, sustained me, allowed me to travel, allowed me to, you know, do all these exciting, fancy things. Um, but In my heart, it just was like my heart was like, No, you need to do what you've been always wanting to do. But I'm like, no, that's scary. I don't want to do that because then I'll lose my safety net. But this year I just I just got fed up with it and I finally took the dive and I, I closed down Rose Designs, which was the scariest thing ever. And I was like, I just trust in the universe and I trust that it'll support me and started my, you know, coaching program. And just this month was the biggest month I've ever had in business. And It's crazy because it was just like two months ago that I closed down Rose Designs and was like scared that I would never make the same amount of money. And now I've like made literally four times the amount just this month, (laughs) which is insane to me, like literally insane. And so like just anyone out there listening, it truly comes down to your mind And I know this is a lot what you talk about and probably why we got connected and why we have this connection is because... Yes, strategy is like amazing for business owners, especially if you wanna start your online business and you don't wanna have financial freedom, location freedom, strategy is so important. But I would say that strategy is about 20% of what makes up a successful business and 80% is your mindset. If you don't believe you deserve and if you don't believe it's possible for you, these things that you desire, you're never gonna attract it. And that's just the law of attraction. That's truly the law. and so now my mission and my passion is, you know, what it was before, but just in this new way in terms of showing people that they can have this life that they deserve and you can have anything that you want, anything that you desire is possible for you. And so bringing that to and teaching, you know, women and men that gives people happiness, fulfill, fulfillment and freedom. And so like now that's the mission that I'm on where I've taken the mental health component. I've taken my business my love for business my love for mindset my love for manifestation but all in one and now that's kind of what i'm doing now but it was so crazy because i also had this test from the universe like last week and i i had this other tie that i was still tied to you know that was still a safety net for me and i let that go two weeks ago and i literally have never felt better and and just it was so crazy like you had messaged me and i was like oh my god this is like so cool and and all of these things have been manifesting since then. So it's just the way the universe works, you know. When you take a big leap, it provides, and I've seen that so many times in my life. So now I'm like trying to like happen next, even though it's scary. And I, I've been shitting my pants for a very long time. Sorry for the like disgusting <laughs> um, visual, but but now I'm like on the other side of it. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's why that need to happen. Okay, sorry, I just mm-hmm. talked for so long. <laughs>
0: No, Marley. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your story, first of all, and being so vulnerable and and talking about your struggles. Um, I have, I I just relate to you in a lot of ways. Um, and first, I'm so sorry for your loss, and I'm so Thank you know of you. you and so hopeful for you that you have many tools to take care of yourself. And that's really what I want to talk about first is your self care and how you take care of yourself, um, especially as an entrepreneur, um, because I feel like you have really strong intuition. So how are you um, like supporting yourself and taking care of yourself to be in tune with that intuition and be able to hear it? Like, what does your self-care look like?
1: Mm, That's such a good question. And thank you for that compliment on my intuition. That is like intuition is my freaking superpower, and it's everyone's superpower. Mm-hmm. And if you're not taking care of yourself and, you know, nourishing yourself, that can get very clouded. And it had it was clouded for me for such a long time, you know, in university, binge drinking, eating horribly. I basically was just like a fish out of water, no idea what's going on. I couldn't even didn't know anything. <laughs> And then slowly, as I started taking care of myself, start enlisting self care practices, your intuition starts to get louder and louder, which is amazing. So, anyone can do this. Um, so, mm-hmm. it all starts off with my morning routine. And my favorite saying, well, one of my favorite sayings, is own your morning and own your life. So, I truly believe in the power of a morning routine because if I don't have a set morning routine, if I'm not consistent with it, my whole life is in shambles. <laughs> and, you know, some people have their opinion about morning routines, some people don't like sticking to a routine, but for me, it really works well for me. It, it's so empowering for me. And I find without it, I actually really noticed the difference in my day. So my day starts off around, since I'm in Bali, I'm basically a 12-hour time difference to all of my clients. So I have to wake up quite early. So I'm just going to move my computer because it's raining here. So I don't want it to be too loud (laughs) in the podcast. Um, So I wake up and I do a, first off, a breathwork session. And for those listening, breathwork has completely changed my entire life. Um, I only found out about it about a year ago. And I only do a 10 minute breath work session, but it's actually replaced um, meditation for me. I find it really, you know, it slows down your conscious mind and it activates your subconscious mind. And it's just like the most magical thing ever. So I do 10 minute breath work. And then I do a 10 minute meditation, but I've most recently just started my manifestation meditations is what I call them. So I literally just turn on a timer for 10 minutes on Insight Timer. It's like a free app. And I just turn on this really nice music. And all I do is I visualize my 10 minutes and it's the most magical 10 minutes ever. And I'm like picturing me in my Bali villa that I own. I'm like my future Bali villa that's, that's in the process of being manifesting. You know, I picture myself in like on on stage like speaking for thousands of people i picture myself with money in my bank like anything that i'm like trying to you know manifest i just spend 10 minutes and visualize it and that starting the day like that is just so beautiful and grounding because it almost puts you in this place of starting the day of like okay what are we going to work on today because especially as an entrepreneur who works online you can get really confused. Like, wait, why am I even doing this? Why am I up till 2am just like working on sales funnels? You get a little bit confused, like <laughs> aligned with your mission, but honestly having that, this is like a new practice for me. So it's not like tried and tested, but I've been doing it for a couple months now. And honestly, I'm going to start implementing it on my future clients. And like, I swear things start manifesting quicker because as the law of attraction works you know you are like your thoughts if you see it in your mind you can see it in your hands and so just getting clear on the universe and your subconscious mind of like okay this is what I'm focusing on manifesting hello like let's get to work here um and then I do next is a journaling routine so I'll write down five things I'm grateful five different things I'm grateful for And then I'll write down my affirmation. So I am statements. I am happy. I am successful. I am like whatever I'm focusing on manifesting in the moment. If I'm doing a big launch, I'll focus on money. If I'm feeling, you know, kind of tired that morning, I'll focus on energy, like kind of just whatever I need in the moment. And then finally I'll use something called future self journaling. And again, this is me manifesting. So I'm writing down how I want to feel. Like, for example, I run like a multi-million dollar business. Like I'm writing, I'm scripting is also another word for this of what I desire. So if I haven't manifested it in my visualization, I'm running it down because the power of writing down is extremely powerful for manifestation. And then I get up and I always do a movement in the morning, which is essential for me. And then the rest of the day, it's just nourishing. So I've actually most recently stopped drinking alcohol I'm on this insane cleanse at the moment <laughs> for four months, which is no sugar, no alcohol, no dairy, no gluten, and like no processed oils, which is like just, I would not recommend this. I'm just doing, it's like a candida parasite cleanse. It's, it's bananas. Um, but I wouldn't recommend everyone do that. I'm just doing it for like health reasons, but I would recommend for the rest of the day, just nourishing your body with vibrant foods um, because what you eat, you become. And so I really believe in just like body healing from the morning routine. And then for the rest of your day, you just set yourself up for success. And yeah, that's how I am taking care of myself right now. And I honestly, if I miss a day, I will notice it like immensely. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so good to hear because I am such a morning routine person as well. And the only person I ever see or talk to now is my husband. <laughs> and not, like, he does not need a morning routine at all. Like he just he has like a system. Like he gets up, gets his coffee, gets to work every single day. And for me, like yeah, I love to do my self care in the morning. Like yeah, I have like seventeen steps just like you, where I like do it and I just thrive off of that. So it's nice that I can relate to you <laughs> because I don't ever see anyone else do that. Um, Okay, so manifesting is something I'm totally new to, like a little bit. I feel like I've manifested a few things. So uh, yeah, actually the other day I had I did a journal prompt where I made a list of everything that I have manifested and then I made a list of everything that I want to manifest. And it there was quite a few things where I like intentionally manifested it, but a lot of it seemed like it just happened. So can you kind of share your take on like, what is manifesting? Um, And separate question, but I feel like I need clarity because so me and my husband were talking about it last night and we were like, is manifesting, like when you are manifesting something, does it just help because you are focusing on things that help you get to it? Or does it actually create the opportunity for it to happen? Or is it both? Does that make sense? Mm,
1: That is such a good question. I love that question. Um, okay that is juicy okay i'll answer your first question first i'm not even listening who's wondering what manifestation is so manifestation can be described described you know in so many different ways and i think everyone who talks about manifestation kind of has a different um explanation of it but here's how i explain manifestation and how i've understood it in my life because i always thought i was just getting lucky i was like oh my god i was just thinking about it and now this has happened this is so crazy and everyone in my life would be like oh my god you're so lucky i'm like am i lucky you're like what's happening here (laughs) And then I actually watched The Secret and I was like, oh, it explains everything. Um, so how I've learned, and basically from studying manifestation for the past five years, it's it's being in the vibrational alignment for what you desire. It's one being the vibrational alignment. Let me describe what that means. So that sounds a bit woo-woo, but it's actually quite scientific. Scientifical? That's probably not even a word. <laughs> it's quite scientific. <laughs> so um I keep talking about the subconscious mind and we can talk about that later if you'd like, but to be in the vibrational alignment of something, let me give an example. So we all are energy. So I'm thinking a bit woo woo here. So we're all energy right. and we are constantly emitting frequencies. So we are vibrational attractions for anything we attract. So we are basically magnets of attraction. And so if we're, if we wake up in the morning and we stub our toe, you know, we've had two hours of sleep. We're like our coffee spills, and we're just, you know, having a shit morning. You always, that always comes into the rest of your day. You know, you're at work, your boss yells at you. It's like, it, that's not a coincidence. So when you're in a low vibration, you attract low vibration things. And so, you know, that's why I always try to tell my clients, like whenever you wake up in that low vibration, you do that morning routine to get your vibration back up that you can be a vibrational match for high vibrational things, which is like money, success, love, happy people. Um, And so if you wake up and you take, you know, action and take control of your morning and raise your vibration right when you wake up, and then for the rest of the day, you're attracting like things. So, oh my God, this cool girl just reached out on me on Instagram. This is so cool. Oh my God, I just found a client. This is so cool. And then it's like, it keeps going on. It's like a snowball effect of these good feeling thoughts, keeps snowballing into more good feeling thoughts. So that's one aspect of it. So I believe that you have to be a vibrational match for it. So if you are trying to manifest more money in your life, but you are coming from a low vibration with money, it's actually going to be impossible because, you know, sorry, cancel, clearly it's not impossible. I think it's possible. It's just going to be harder for you to attract it because um, no one can see my hands right now, but (laughs) I'm like showing like a low angle like a low um line here and then money is like high above it so they're parallel lines so if you're trying to attract money money is a very high vibration but once you learn how to raise your vibration to attract money money is actually the easiest thing to manifest when i started learning how to manifest money i was like oh this has to be a joke because this is like i know it sounds crazy but it's actually very easy um and so there's one thing and then there's two which is like something that i believe i i don't hear many people talk about is you have to believe that you can have it and that sounds so simple but i'm just going to go a little bit about the subconscious mind here because i can't talk about manifestation without the subconscious mind (laughs) and so your subconscious mind was developed between the ages of zero and seven so literally in the womb to seven years old so during those times you were like a sponge and so anything that you were told between those years you believed to be true which is like super cool and it can work really well for you or it can actually hold you back. And so, for example, if you grew up in a household that was like telling you, you know, oh, money is hard to come by, money is hard to make, you know, you have to work very hard for money, money comes and goes or whatever you saw by your caretakers is what you believe to be true now. So those are what your beliefs are right now. So if you're ever wondering what your subconscious mind believes, just look at your bank account or look at your external reality because whatever it believes it will go to manifest and this is like i can't really explain this all like but i hope that kind of describes um it so so what i say is you have to believe you deserve it or you believe you can have it so if you were told in childhood you know money is hard to i i just use money a lot because people mostly want to learn how to manifest more money um, you know, you believe you could have this or whatever it may be, and they told you that you couldn't. So now you're holding on to this belief and you're 29 years old and you're wondering why you can't make money. Well, you these patterns in your brain are telling you that you can't and these aren't even your beliefs. You've been picked up them in childhood. And so the really cool thing about this is you can actually rewire these thoughts. So through hypnosis work and through my method, um, which is in my new upcoming membership, which I'm so excited about, we teach you how to actually rewire these thoughts. So anything that you're believing now, it's completely possible to rewire. So that's why people, you know, who, you know, win the lottery and then spend it right away because they're like, oh, I don't deserve this money. I can't have this money. And then they have to spend it all because their beliefs aren't in alignment with what they've attracted. However, when, when people, you know, grow up very poor and then have a lot of money, it's because they have rewired their mindset to believe that they deserve it. So I grew up in a place where money was very scarce. Like there was really never enough money. Money came and go often. And so for me to be in this place now and making the money that I do, it Came a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work of rewiring my subconscious mind, and journaling every day, and just keeping up with it. It's literally like going to the gym, working on your mind. Like your mind should be. You should focus and work on your mind as much as you focus and work on your body, um, because your external reality makes up whatever you believe. So I believe it's two. One manifestation is being in the vibrational alignment of it, and two, believing, believing if you deserve it. Because yes, you can be in a super high vibe state all day, which I hope you are. But if your subconscious mind doesn't think that you deserve it, unfortunately, it's going to be harder for you to manifest it. Um. So that being said, to answer your second question, um, it's a really interesting, you know, what you bring up here is because I believe it actually is both, because. When you start focusing on things like what you focus on grows. So if I'm focusing on my money mindset all the time and I'm rewiring these thoughts, yes, more money will come to me. It's, it's the law of attraction. I keep saying that, but it's the law. <laughs> um, and however, nothing's just gonna like pop up out of nowhere because you can't just manifest out of thoughts. Because if I were like, oh, purple elephant, if you're gonna think about a purple elephant. A purple elephant is just gonna appear out <laughs> thin air. Um, so, it actually does require work and it does require like belief change and things like that to manifest what you desire. Um, so, I believe there's a lot of things going on, but it's not just like, oh, just because you have this thought, it's going to pop up. It's because you deserve it and you're in the vibrational alignment of it. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. <laughs> <Really long answer. laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: You said that so clear and I feel more empowered by it now. And I love that you said, like, it's not just going to come out of your conscious thoughts. That's so interesting. Even, you know, online is like an interesting place to learn about these things because I've seen some people I really respect and follow, um, like to have, like, I want to get your opinion on this too real quick. Um, like I've seen some, some coaches that I follow, like, post a TikTok and they're like, um, manifest a, a frog. Everyone manifests a frog and then they'll get screenshots like everyone's getting their frog. But I'm like, why do I want a frog? And how? Like if it was just with my conscious thoughts, how did that work? Okay. Here's the thing. You have something
1: in your brain called the reticular activating cortex. And this part of your brain goes to find what you're thinking. So For example, Mm. you know, when you think about buying a new car and then you see that car on the road all the time, it's like, oh, my God, that car has actually always been there. Those frogs have always been there. The thing is, you weren't looking for them. Yes. So this part of your brain goes to find things that you're thinking of because your brain wants to make you it doesn't want to make you a liar. So if you have a conscious thought about something, your brain will actually then go to find those things. So this can actually work in your power. So this is why every morning, again, oh my god, I won't show about the morning routine, but seriously, <laughs> it's life changing. Um, but this is why every morning, I believe in starting the morning with gratitude. Because if you start the morning with gratitude, your mind for the rest of the day will go to things that you're grateful for, which will then in turn just help you lead a happier, more fulfilling life. But like for example this morning I did not follow (laughs) my advice and I checked my phone which oh my god do not do that in the morning like please I'm trying to really work on not doing that um and I got some bad news okay and it actually hurt my ego I was like ooh, um That didn't make me feel good. And then for the rest of the day, it affected my mood. Like I was going to find things that were more negative because it was my brain wants to keep me safe and it doesn't want to keep me a liar. So then my brain goes to find like things, how I'm feeling. And my boyfriend had to be like, Marley, like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh my God, that one small thing like has affected my whole day. And it's such a small thing, but it gets amplified because you keep finding like things. So to answer your question, the frog was always there, you know. I always like if I'm always see Tesla cuz I really want Tesla. I think they're always there. It just your mind when you become aware of it finds it for you.
0: Wow. Marley, this is powerful <laughs> shit. Like <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is like my favorite thing to talk about.
0: <laughs> yes, I can tell it's just flowing through you. So maybe maybe this is your morning routine, but how do you maintain that high vibe? and like, do you intentionally do it for money and then do you intentionally do it for your Tesla? or like is it all one in your gratitude routine? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so how I keep my high vibe is, yeah, like I definitely would say is a morning routine. but I want to say, And give full permission that not every day is high vibe. Like today, weather really affects my mood, which is actually why I moved away from Canada, because I just couldn't stand winters. But like today, it's been raining for the past three days, and I really noticed it affects my mood. And so my usual morning routine is like a maintenance, it's like ground zero, you know, the most basic for me. It's like a non negotiable. However, on days like today, I actually have to put in more work to raise my vibration. And for example, days like today, if I'm not feeling the highest vibe, I go straight to journaling and I'll write down exactly how I'm feeling. One of my favorite ways, and I just actually had a client, you know, she was voxering me talking about how she's feeling in a lack of mentality and I was giving her advice, but then I was like, oh my gosh, I need to take my own advice, which is write down everything that's bothering you. So right on one side of your piece of paper, everything that's bothering you, all the beliefs that you're having. And for today, for me, it's it's just one of those days I can't explain it. I'm just not feeling the highest vibe. And so I wrote down, what am I feeling? And then on the other side, I was like, okay, why is like, what is the opposite belief that I want to have? So then I wrote those all down. And when you're, you can just like dump all this out of your brain and you'll actually feel a release. Like, oh my gosh, because your conscious mind is trying to be like, oh, well, this is this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. And you're just like trying to hold it all in your mind and your brain's exhausted. So if you actually just write it all down, it will feel immediately like a release. And then on the other side of your page, you just write everything that you want to believe. So if you're saying, for example, um, oh, I feel like I'm not gonna be successful. Well, what you don't wanna believe that, cancel, clear, delete. By the way, anything that you say after I am I am is the most powerful two statements in the English language. So anything you say after that, your subconscious mind goes to work to be like, okay, and it will manifest that. So just say cancel clearly after anything you don't want to manifest. <laughs> um, and so anyways, on the opposite side, write what you do want to believe. So I am successful. I am abundant. Um, and then keep that piece of paper. You can rip off the other side, like throw it away, burn it, whatever you have to do. And just keep that and just look at that until you start to feel better, because it will work. Because um, we start embodying, you start feeling those emotions, you'll start, your brain and your subconscious mind will go to act to find those emotions. And then for example, today, I just let myself feel how I wanted to feel. And then I just, I have a list of things in my mind where I'm like, okay, what would make me actually feel really good right now? And you know what that was? It was just chilling, ordering some food and watching Sex in the City. <laughs> and so that's what I did. And I'm not feeling guilty for it. And it's just really what feels good to you. I like telling people even just to like write down a list. It's going to be different for everyone of like, what's your feel good list? What makes you feel good? What fires you up every day? And try to incorporate that into every single day. So you're maintaining that high vibration. Um, it's movement, time with my partner, time with my dog, um, doing like woo-woo things like you know, kundalini yoga, sound baths, like things like this, that really cool that Bali has. Um, And it's different for everyone. Sometimes it's hikes, whatever it may be, but make sure you're doing that every day to raise your vibration, especially in lockdown. It probably looks, well, I don't know who's looking to still in lockdown. We're actually in lockdown. (laughs) So obviously our freedom is taken a bit from us, but there's always something you can do that will be a better reaching feeling for you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I see your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Marley, I have four pages of notes already and I'm so excited to go through these again. So I want to kind of shift a little bit and talk about how you share on social media and how you show up on social media because um, I love how you said like you didn't feel guilty for taking care of yourself today and just doing your, um, your feel good list. So kind of going along with that, when you share on social media, like how are you um how do you not have like limiting self-talk and like how do you believe that like you are the one to share this and like you are meant to share this and you're worthy of sharing this and like credible enough to share these things? How do you get past I have those blocks? So how do you get past it? Oh my god,
1: this is like my favorite thing to talk about, okay? (laughs) This is my favorite thing. (laughs) And I definitely do still have those beliefs, they do creep up. But by working on my mindset and working on rewiring my beliefs, they are way like, not as loud. Um, And it was like a couple weeks ago, when I started working on my membership, I'm like, "Who who am I to share this, you know, all the imposter thoughts, I was comparing myself to everyone. But let me just like, cancel that right here. Because I'm gonna tell you something that you need to hear. And everyone listening needs to hear like, Yes, there's so many other people probably doing what either what you want to do or what you're currently doing, but there's no one else doing it. That's you. No one else needs another, like, insert person that you're comparing yourself to. No one, we don't need another one of them. We need you in your highest self and your highest good doing what you're here meant to do. And I'm literally like my own little cheerleader in my head, being like, whoo. Like, like I have to like pump consciously pump myself up every single day being like okay you are here to share this message like this feels so aligned for me and you were just saying earlier that you feel like you're doing what's in alignment for you and that feeling is like the best thing ever that money can't even give you that you know when you're in alignment it doesn't even matter Like I would rather make $2 a day and feel in alignment than make a hundred thousand dollars a day and not be in alignment. Mm -hmm. Cancel (laughs) clearly, I'd rather be in alignment make a hundred thousand dollars a day. But um, like that feeling of just feeling like on your purpose and your mission is so powerful. And so when you're on that path and on that journey and for anyone listening who doesn't feel there yet, like there's, don't worry, you will find yourself there if you keep still looking for it. there's no one else better than to share your message than you. You have to help people. And for me and like what I'm doing with manifestation, I've changed my entire life. Like I look at where I was three years ago and where I am today and it's, it's insane to me. I'm like living this life that I never even dreamed of being possible. And so I'm like, holy shit, I would like, all I want to do is to teach other people how to do this. Mm -hmm. and so that's what fuels me and I don't like yes I still get in those negative thoughts sometimes but I'll have to quickly snap myself out of it because you know I would be doing a disservice to others if I didn't share this message Mm -hmm. and I love saying that to people you know when they get caught up in those feelings it's like you have to understand that you would be doing a disservice to others if you don't share your message like you are here to share this message you are here to do what you're meant to do so you got to freaking do it (laughs) and don't let you know, Susie on Instagram or, you know, whoever let you dim your sparkle, like you gotta keep going and share this message because people need to hear it from you. And and that's what I'm gonna say. That's all it
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. I definitely need to hear that. Oh God, I just I hate I just have that feeling so constantly or so often at least lately because of this shift that I'm creating for myself. And just the feedback, it's hard to, you know, tune out, like, Mm. just because I've always shared online. It's just like, oh, my God, everyone that follows me online, or like, at least intentionally follows me online. It's like, everything that I've done up until this point is based off of their feedback, where now I'm doing it based off of my own intuition so then getting the feedback, like I've lost like 10,000 followers since I've made this shift over a two month, three month period. Um, and it's just wild. I understand because, you know, people, you know, follow you for a certain reason and then you don't share that anymore. So I get it. And I would do the same thing, but yeah, it's just really like hard for me to push past Susie on Instagram when they're like, what's your credibility? Who are you to do this? Like Like, are you going to make vlogs anymore? Like, are you going to post about Amazon anymore? (laughs) But I'm like, wait, but this is like so much, this is literally so much more. This is so much more valuable. Yeah, just-
1: Can I say something about this? Because I I want to keep going. I want to keep going. Okay. First off, yes, this is called the slingshot effect, which I like to say, which is, this happened to me as well. So I was known as a person who designed websites- and logos and so on my personal page i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna have to start talking about manifestation if i want to become a manifestation coach (laughs) i'm like you know Susie from grade 11 who i knew from instagram (laughs) isn't gonna give a shit what i have to say about manifestation and i have to be okay with it. it took me a very long time and i had to have a lot of conversations with people to be like i'm so scared because i know people aren't gonna give a shit they're gonna unfollow me but I'm like, it doesn't matter because the people that I'm serving, it amplifies the conversation to them. So yes, like, you know, when you slingshot, you got to pull it back. So yes, you may lose, you know, it happens to be 10,000 followers, but what's going to happen is that it's going to, what happens when you pull back a slingshot is it catapults forward. And so for, for anyone listening who goes through that transition, it's like, Yes, there always is that pullback, but what's going to come from that and you're stepping into your power and stepping into your worth, like you just wait for the magic to happen because by doing that and declaring that to the universe and showing up, it's going to come back to you times 10. And I found that for me and, and like also for the credibility thing, have you ever actually looked at someone that you look up to and wondered what their educational background is (laughs) you know never never Never. no one gives a shit where you went to school all they care about is about you and your your energy and how you show up and what how they make you feel and Mm -hmm. if you can make people feel a certain way and it makes them feel good that's all that matters Mm -hmm. and when it comes back to sharing on social media it's like, I'm there to serve with love. And if I'm just serving with love and showing up my authentic self and sharing what's on my, you know, what's on my mind and what's on my heart. And, and if anyone could relate to that and what I've gone through, to me, that's what makes me feel amazing. I love helping other people. So if they can learn from what I've been through and I, they can learn from that, great. And that's actually how I would recommend as how I share with all my business clients to actually start growing their business I don't believe in sales tactics. Like I grew my business, like my personal coaching business and my um and my Rose Designs business with zero ad. Like so I grew most of my business completely organic. And just to put it in reference, with my personal business, I just hit my first um six-figure month. And for a lot of people, that is like when I tell them, you know, I've made it completely organic, they're like, how? but it's truly been by showing up and being my most authentic self and just sharing what's on my heart and people relate to that. And I just can't imagine anything more beautiful because and like, if you start, I'm not saying you, but people in general, you know, stopped trying to like push people to buy and just start showing up and just being their authentic self and they'll attract the people that they're meant to attract. And that's basically how I teach business is <laughs> just be you and be authentic and be, you know, relatable and people will find you. It's it's just inevitable, basically.
0: Wow. That's what I was going to ask is like, how did you train your audience to buy from you personally? Because for me, like, yeah, people will often use affiliate links or a discount code from me or like take my referral from Amazon or whatever, but it's just such a different space to actually like, it's going straight to me. Like now the exchange is actually my value to you, not like my t-shirt to you. It's, yeah, just, mm. and I want, so- really I've been, interesting question. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I have been um, researching like how to be trauma informed or at least trauma aware with, um, with my business. And a lot of it is like having that safe place and that trustworthiness. And I know for me, like, it's probably just some old limiting beliefs about trustworthiness and sales. And like, I used to work at Ulta and Sephora and I just, I always said to myself, I'm not good at sales. I'm not good at sales. Like every day when I walked into work, I was like, I'm not good at sales. I'm not going to hit my like money I'm supposed to make or supposed to sell that day. And so, yeah, I think I have some old limiting beliefs about that. And then all the women in there that were good at sales, like I respected them, but I was like, this just feels so slimy to me. So I probably need to shift my definition of sales.
1: Yeah. So remember how we were talking about like what you believe are? So if you were telling yourself that you're not good at sales, you're not going to be good at sales. <laughs> you know, if that's what you're telling yourself every day, there's just no way your brain is ever going to be like, you know what? I'm good at sales. And you <laughs> go up to people confidently and just say, woohoo, you know. Um, Like just show up in your happiest and things yourself. You're gonna feel uncomfortable. You're gonna feel like a salesman. And the thing about sales is it gets such a bad rep because people think about sales and they think, ooh, like they're selling to me. And we get we I'm sure you get a thousand of these a day, but those DMs where it's like, hey, hey, Marley you know, I see you're in Bali, super cool, like, what is one thing you need to learn in business right now? I'm like, no, I, like, that is just not working for me, like, you're bark- barking up the wrong tree here, and even just, like, with ads, everything is so in your face all the time, you're constantly getting bombarded with, bye, 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 but what you're not getting bombarded with is just people stepping in to their self and sharing from a place of love, and, you, like I said, like, and I'll, I'll say this to you, and, and maybe someone listening will take something from this as well. It's like, if you don't sell, how are people going to know what your message is? And if you don't sell, how are people going to know what you offer? And I don't believe that selling has to be icky. I think selling is beautiful. And to me, like, all you have to do is show value, 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 ask. And like another saying that Gary V says is give, 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 ask. And so th- there's like that funny thing where, you know, if you're going out to dinner with someone and they were like, oh, you know, you want to get married, you're like, wait, what? this is our first date. Like, why would you even ask me that? <laughs> it's because, and that happens in selling all the time, you know, people follow you and then you immediately get sent an ad or like they go in your DMs being like, hey, you want to buy from me? And you're Like, I don't even know like anything about you. Mm-hmm. Whereas like my approach is more give, give, give. So give value, give freebies, give webinars, and they gain your trust. And once people have your trust and that like trust, no factor, the buying is a no brainer and the and the offer is a no brainer. And when people, when you start giving the ask, it's like, you know, people wouldn't even hop on a call with me if they didn't trust me. And people will not even like entertain working with me if they didn't trust me. Um, and so when it comes down to selling, I don't think it has to be so like in your face. And this is like a whole other podcast, but I'm really into human design. And so depending on your human design, also you sell in a certain way and you receive in a certain way. So for example, I'm a manifesting generator, so I have to wait to respond. Um, So when it comes for me selling, like me trying to like sell to you outwardly so example like how you would sell at Sephora or how you would sell like a Carsman would just feel so uncomfortable for me and I actually remember being in a job like back in the day and I had to sell sunglasses and it was like the worst it was so cringe I hated it I was like I don't give a shit about these sunglasses and have to sell it to you like but now with my current business it's like I know the value that I have to give to someone. And I'm confident in that. And I know that when they work with me, I'm going to completely change their life. So when I hop on a call with them, all I'm doing is sharing with them what I have to offer, what I can share with them and how I can change their life. And then I just say, think about it, you know, it's up to you, like really leave it into their hands. And that's what makes me feel good. I actually had a lady the other day on a sales call being like, thank you for not being so salesy. like, <laughs> Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, <laughs> and I think it's just it comes down to just sharing your value and just doing what makes you feel good. Don't follow what you see online, like a four-step sales strategy. That's not going to work because that doesn't work for you, for everyone and just do what feels good to you. And just by following that, I think you can have so much success in your business and it's so underrated because no one talks about it. No one talks about listening to their intuition and be authentic because that's not, that's not like sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the four like S's to sales is sexy, yeah. but that only gets you so far
0: yep well you heard it here first folks (laughs) (laughs) so did you have any like intentional mentors or courses you took or what like on how to be on social media or how to have a coaching business or was this all self-taught
1: oh good question so I listen to a lot of podcasts I would definitely recommend podcasts I have also been in business for three years now so it's honestly just the experience um and that's why I love being a business coach because I really help people you know collapse time so it's like yeah I've done this for three years and if you're just starting it's like okay well here's how to do it I had two business coaches one was last year so that was the first time and she completely changed my life that's actually why I got into business coaching um it she helped me just she held a vision for me that was so high that I had never held for myself and you know I was telling how much money I was making she's like oh well you're gonna double that in six months I was like uh what (laughs) and I did like it was so crazy she just held this vision for me she was so nurturing she was so supportive and just helped me see this whole other potential for me that I I couldn't even see for myself so that's actually probably why I got into actually people listening probably like what does this person do i manifestation and business coaching (laughs) so that's actually why i got into business coaching because she just changed my life um and then i don't know if you know who natalia benson is um Mm -hmm. she's she's really cool so she's my current coach and she is really helping me empowering me showing me again it's like expanding my mind to what is possible Um, which is a term called expanders, and she is my expander. So I really recommend working with people who are your expanders and what that means. Expanders is someone, like I said, who shows your mind what is possible. So for me, Natalia is someone who has a business that is like the size that I desire. You know, she has a membership, all these things that I really wanna build. And so for me, instead of trying to figure that out on my own, you know, it, I would eventually get to where she is, but to collapse time, I've invested with her to learn from her, to show me the ropes of like, okay, how do I do this? But like in like two months. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's definitely those business coaching has been the thing that I've invested in and has helped me so much, like truly so much.
0: Wow. So I feel like that just goes to show, you know, I feel like it's best to learn from people who are investing in themselves, who are always learning people who aren't just staying static. Um, So yeah, I want to ask what's next for Marley Rose Harris. How can we get involved?
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so excited. You guys, so much is coming. So right now, um, oh wait no let's talk about what's next first so what's next is i am in next month i'm actually launching my own manifestation membership which i'm so excited about so basically everything i've just talked about on this call i teach you the steps of how to manifest your dream life which has honestly been like five years in the making this is something i've wanted to do for so long and finally the time has come for me and i'm so excited about that so that's coming in september um i also have business and manifestation coaching open, but what's so exciting is my biggest manifestation of all time is happening right now. And I've actually manifested a villa in Bali. So I've actually bought a villa in Bali, which is so crazy to even say, and I'm so excited. And so I need you to help me think of a name for it though, because I don't know what to call it yet. Um, But Yeah, so right now I'm in the process I like of renovating it, like decorating it, and transitioning it into my full time home. Well, full time home, and then part time, I'll rent it out for people like on Airbnb and stuff. But this has truly been a dream of mine for three years, and again, just with like timing and everything, I finally found my dream villa, and it's happening, and I'm so freaking excited so that's everything that's probably like happening in the near future because things change for me so quickly so that's like what I can guarantee in like two months
0: (laughs) oh my goodness well I will definitely be subscribing to your manifestation membership membership and booking your Airbnb
1: (laughs) yes please come visit I can't wait it's gonna be a whole vibe
0: amazing okay where can we find you so I can put it in the show notes
1: yes okay thank you so you can find me at Marley Rose Harris on Instagram. Um, I also have my own podcast, which you definitely need to come on. We should we could do a podcast swap, um, which is the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation podcast, which I just riff about all things manifestation and business um, every week, which is so much fun. Is it just um, you? Just solo episodes? It's just me. Fine. Yep. And then I have guests on there.
0: Fine.
1: And <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah that's kind of that's kind of like where you can find me most I have a YouTube coming soon for like travel vlogs but oh I guess that's also coming
0: (laughs) (laughs) amazing Amazing. well thank you so much Marley for answering all my questions this was so beautiful so helpful and I know everyone is just going to have so many notes so if you don't have a pen and paper listen to this back and grab a pen and paper (laughs) (laughs) thank
1: you it was so much fun thanks for having me I had a blast Bye.